Fine and <laughs> There once was a podcast in the great internet of internets. It was called Fine and Dandy. Muy influential. Podcast. Podcast. You have to remember, folks. Where there's a podcast. There's a fine and dandy. But so now, so like I was listening to my music, but my phone died. So it went cut to the radio. Literally the first thing was strange world. You know, it was like, so it, I don't know. I forget what the advertisement was like, but essentially it was for strange world. I've seen so many advertisements for that movie. Bomb though. That's good though. I mean, I, I don't know. Is it a bombed? But projected to lose a hundred million dollars. Yeah, that's tough. But I mean, not for me. Uh, I would say that it's good. I think that um, a lot of great movies end up not doing well at the box office. Maybe it's because I don't like what's, uh, I guess, usually called a good film or something or sophisticated film. Or uh, basically, I don't usually agree with the critics on the. Uh, the acclaiming of certain films though i mean for me i'm not too worried about how it did in the box office it looked like a dope concept so i'm still excited i'm to gonna watch it. it yeah it looks pretty sick uh has a good lineup i mean dennis quaid gabrielle union lucy Liu, jake gyllenhaal it's like a uh, young white it's like the idea of like rotten tomatoes you know it's like it does hold a certain weight to have a good rotten tomatoes uh review or score or whatever but it's not everything it's not like not everything that's rated on there is correctly rated in someone else's mind you know what i mean that's just a criticism and a review and a rating system that they have it's like kind of like in sports it's like who's the best player in the nfl it's like well we can have that argument all day because all of these guys are fucking extremely talented at certain that different things that they're able to do type shit I mean, yeah, the room bot bombed in the box office, and people love it. It's a cult classic now. Yeah, it's made more. Uh, it's made all its money that it was to produce it back, and he's been in profit for a while. But I mean, I can't imagine he used that much money to make the movie, considering. I mean, I feel like we can look that up. I feel like it's not like a little bit. The r- the room. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean the box office for that was probably six million dollars. That's how much it costs to make the. How movie. much did they make in the box office? Like less than a million. Oh, right? dude, I'm sure the box office was shit, dude. Uh, let's see. So six million to make the room. And then how much to the room? Make it the box office. Oh, that's not bad. What was it? Five million. Five. Wait, they made five million back at the box office. So that that's was that's that that wasn't bad at all. So why have I heard like such bad things about like the room like being a failure or whatever? I mean, I guess that was. I mean, that, I mean, technically, you lost money. First of all, five million for a movie to make is pretty bad. I'm not trying he to. He didn't say spend a, a lot of money though either. You know. Yeah, I'm not trying to say a million is like a little bit amount of money, but I mean in movie terms it's not that much. I mean it's probably they it could have been worse is what I'm saying. Like they could have only made like a million back and been in five million in the hole. Instead they did the flip side. 
He ended up earning like thirty million on it. I keep saying five million at the box office. Like I get it. It made five million at the box office. As so yeah, I mean overall, a fifteen year process. He made like thirty million on it. You know, which isn't bad though. Yeah, no, definitely not bad at all. I mean, he lost a million dollars, essentially. Which wait, I mean, if you were already willing to spend, they lost a million. You said. I mean, on box office, you know. So it was six million to produce the movie. Where I'm at, is it, I mean, if you already he was willing to put that up, then I mean, I'm sure that million wasn't like the craziest loss. Yeah, I mean, at that level. Because you know he's probably made a lot back on the back end. Like, uh, is that gross? Like in the total amount, or is it that was just box office that five million they made? Now I said like over like the course of like the last fifteen, it was like around thirty mil. Holy shit! So I yeah, said. I mean he definitely got his payback for sure. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, he didn't make it right off. For sure, off, he, didn't make, he didn't make it right off rip or anything. No, because I mean. I mean, it's movies like that where you can kind of tell it, like, some of the, uh, not to, like, shit on it, but some of the production was kind of poor, poorly, like, executed. You can kind of tell it's more of a passion project than it is, like, a studio film that's being, like, uh, putting, like, all this money, like, driven into it to try to make, like, this cash-grabby box office film. It was more of, like, a passion project that turned into a cult classic type shit. Uh it was really like a big kid with a bunch of money who had no idea what he was doing, but just was, <laughs> yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. Like Elon Musk with Twitter right now? Yeah, <laughs> so I think Elon Musk had more of a plan of with what he's doing now than Tommy Wiseau did with that movie. Maybe. That script, who was, knows? That script was awful. <laughs> was it? The whole time they were filming, oh, everyone was, was wondering. They thought that he had a bigger plan. For, the funny thing is. is that's great. The funniest thing is no, none of these people were good actors. And they all thought this guy had a plan for him. This random guy who was casting, and they thought it was going to be this great movie. Maybe he did. Literally, the main character in that movie moved out from wherever he was to go chase his acting dream. Yeah. To be in that movie. Wait, really? Yeah, dude. (laughs) Because he trusted in Tommy so much that he moved away to go chase his dreams. His parents told him. I mean, you probably shouldn't do that, but he did it. So how does that work whenever like so I'm sure whenever a movie makes money at the box office, right? Like the people get paid. But like if you're at a deficit, do people still get paid? Like if it only makes five million and you spent six, like who's who's at the deficit? I think he paid them daily or something. He paid. I I have to like they they made that movie the uh, disaster. Yeah. uh, With the Franco bros. Yeah. I think it was just James. I thought they were both that. They might both. Yeah, they are Disaster both artists. That. Yeah. Let's see, I don't know. Yeah. James plays Tommy, and um, his brother plays <laughs> the other part. Pretty sure. Main character. His brother does play the main character, dude. That character's funny as fuck because the way that they portrayed him made me mm-hmm. laugh even more going back to watch the original I'm one. I'm not gonna lie, I still haven't seen The Disaster Artist. I think the first time I tried to watch it, I was like pretty high and I fell asleep. Yeah, they make fun of. Uh, do you remember in the room where like how the main character was just so aggressive? Yeah. In every scene for n- absolutely no reason. <laughs> <laughs> <It> came, like, 
Hey. <laughs> yeah, no. Like overplaying the role every time. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I did not hit her. I did not. And he's just like pent up angry. He's like, do what? Yeah. I mean, there was a plot, actually. You know, there was a plot. It was. I mean, it wasn't like plot list. There was just so many plot holes that it just like made the plot seem like Swiss cheese. The whole thing that is everyone wanted to fuck his girlfriend. <laughs> and his girlfriend right. wanted to fuck everyone else. Right. And he basically lost his mind towards the end a little bit. <laughs> I did not hit you. I did not. <laughs> and he was exercising by throwing a football to his partner while they jogged in the park. That's kind of a beautiful moment, though. It's not a non-beautiful moment. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely a unique moment. It's not something you see every day. I felt like that was more, you know... Maybe a childhood thing for him, you know, throwing the football just represented uh, tranquility, peace. Tranquility. <laughs> peace, you know, like a really... True harmon- harmony. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I think that'd be a good uh, piece, you know, at the beginning or something. Like, that's a really good point in the plot is, like, tossing the football, and at the end they have a problem, and then to reconcile their... uh problems they basically (laughs) (laughs) where are we going here they bring the football out you know they play catch one last time yeah i mean that'd be a beautiful movie i don't know how tranquil that is (laughs) it's like Uh, it's a form of meditation is it (laughs) i mean it could be because i mean you're like getting out of your like mind and into your body a little bit I guess. Oh, yeah, it's like, you know, running, right? You're still, like, you're jogging and you're... What is it with, like, a runner's high? You know what I mean? Like, I've never been a runner, so I guess I've never experienced runner's high. But I have done a lot of drugs, so I have experienced high high. So, like, what's the, like, what's the comparative measure here? Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that... All right, scientifically speaking. <laughs> I would give it the same, probably, uh, comparison as to, like, the high I get when I meditate. For an extended period of time, and it's that feeling of coming out of your mind and into your body, mm-hmm. and you just feel it's it's almost like for um, and it's also so it's bre- it has to do with breathing too. Okay, like when you're running, it's also like your breath, yeah, which plays into both. You know what I mean? Br- yeah, yeah. So like your form of breathing, getting out of your mind into your body, and at some point your body your body kind of like shifts into a gear of you know you're not really thinking about it anymore, kind of going right, and then you're like so completely in your body. That it's like, uh, vibrating is not the right word. You know what I mean? But it's like. Turbulence. No. <laughs> that's high, high. That's getting like high for real. That's, yeah, that's taking drugs. That's a, that's what that high is. This is more of a calming, not quite turbulence. This one's more of just a uh, weightless, I think would be the term. Okay. Like you feel not floating quite, but you know, you feel light. Right. Got you. You're like you're like like a, ch- a beam came down and just zapped you for a second, but it's you know like not like a lot. Like it feels like your body's <laughs> about to get lifted up into the heavens. <laughs> you're about <laughs> except when you're running, your body's in motion, so I'm sure it's a little different. Yeah, I, I feel that though. I mean, there is like that also that quality of like uh doing something like difficult or you know like pushing your body to its limits can kind of 
break your mind from going into these like dark patterns and dark paths that it can go to whenever it's still you know what i mean like uh even if you're not like working out or at the gym or fucking doing anything active like just like cleaning your house or fucking mowing the lawn or doing something that could be seen as like the i guess the word productive can be used in different ways you know what i mean like you could say just doing a job for a company is productive because you're making money or you could say like i said cleaning your house is productive even though it's probably what you should be doing regardless uh, but like theoretically speaking, it's like there's these things that like productivity can be applied to, and we see it as like a pro- like a positive thing. But it's probably just things that we kind of just like change our mental towards to say like that's a positive thing, and this is me being productive. It's just kind of things that you should probably be doing anyway. Yeah, so. I think that this is the way that we look at it now, adverse to you know the way that once upon a time. I mean, it was you know I want. Along the way, at some point, it was just something you were supposed to do. You know what I mean? You, right. You got to keep things clean so you don't die. Right. You know what I mean? You got to make sure you're clean or, like, your fucking area's clean. You don't know what's going to get it in. You don't know what you're going to catch. People right. People weren't very clean. And I mean. that's what I'm saying is, is, like, people, even today, some people aren't clean. Like, shit, during the pandemic, people had to be taught how to wash their hands. Like, let's just be honest with ourselves. Yeah. Uh. So... I guess what I'm saying is, is it like at what point did it become like the things that we're supposed to do, like eating right, being clean, uh, doing good work, whatever we're doing, uh, being proud of our work, I guess, taking pride in your work, Uh, fucking being a good friend or family member or husband, wife, spouse, whatever it is. Like, when did these things become like productive? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's usually it's pretty much just like the natural way of like being a good person it's like doing right by yourself doing right by the people around you doing the best you can and the things that you do it's like when did that become like a the the word like productive has been used for things that are just kind of what you're supposed to do type shit oh no i'm guilty of it you know you go you go wash your car you go right clean it out you go then you know you clean your house and do the dishes. How was today? It was productive. Right. You know, I got a I lot mean, done. It's like, yeah, you, you did. But I mean, like, not how, really. How much of that is, has been stacking up? And like, that's <laughs> the thing. It's like, if you manage what you're supposed to be doing, like on a daily basis, then you wouldn't have been productive. You would have just been doing like your th- daily, daily, like, I guess, routines and things like that and keeping all of your things managed. But because they stack up, it gets overwhelming, and then you feel like you accomplished something. I think it's, yeah, no, I think it's weird because there's one end, you know, where, I mean, maintaining yourself in life in general, it, it's, it is a task at a point, you know what I mean? Especially when you work all the time, maintaining your area, maintaining, especially when you have fucking animals, you know. Or kids, yeah. Yeah, any of the above, it's hard to maintain everything and then still, you know, produce at work and produce for your family and all that. But on the second hand, thinking of it, as a productive thing, right. like, I did something today. Yeah, and you don't do shit for the right. rest. Of the day. Like, you're not really like you're not contributing anything else. Like, I mean, I get it though. At a point, you know, if you're a doctor or some shit, and you just right. saved fucking a few lives today, and then you maintain your house, like, that's fucking. I mean, right. And, but also on the flip side of that, it's like the idea uh, that we fall into. Like we kind of lie to ourselves a little bit. Like say you work a retail job where like i'm not trying to like shit on anybody i know everybody has their own struggles and shit like that but i'm just saying like if you say if you worked a, like a job where you're folding clothes all day and just like being a cashier come home you're like man work kicked my ass today it's like 
not the same way that it kicked a construction worker's ass. Let's just be real here. <laughs> like work might have been difficult, but it wasn't difficult work. <laughs> no, this is wor- <laughs> like, what I'm, did you accomplish today? Is what I think saying. most jobs aren't, and that's when right. people when people most work, jobs aren't when people work an eight hour shift and like. I'd say at most serving is just because you're walking around all day. Right. You know what I mean? You're constantly walk, going around and, you know, you're, like, having to do little mundane shit, which I guess that can be. But even then, like, I still have energy most of the time when I come home. Yeah. But, you know, there's, like, uh, but the most draining part about, like, a service job isn't the work. It's the people. Like, when people come home from office jobs and shit, like, I'm yeah. beat. From what? <laughs> right. The fuck did you do all day? You fucking dial the phone 150 times. You oh, know what dude, mean? I'm exhausted. Just you didn't you know, construction workers that are out there all, out there all right. day. I'll give them that. You That's know what I'm saying? My fuckers like, are in outside all we, day. We kind of like as a. I mean, I vict- fall victim to it as well. It's like as a society, we lie to ourselves about like how hard our days are and like what we've accomplished and all the things that we're doing and how we can't don't have time for anything else or we. Uh, can't add that one more responsibility onto our plate. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not doing the most on most, like, for the most occasions. I mean, there are, I know there are people out here just, like, out absolutely like, changing the world and shit like that. I'm gonna say I'm not a part of that group. <laughs> I'm not out here fucking doing scientific research and fucking, I don't even know. But... What I'm saying is, is that for the most part, people like lie to themselves and get to that point of saying, like, I don't have time for this or I don't have time for that. I'm working too hard or I got too much going on. It's like, do you or is we just like kind of looking at things from the wrong light? A hundred percent. I'll say this, dude. Uh, Perfect example. I have so much free time, in my opinion. I just I'm always tired. So I end up napping, which is my biggest downfall. And I'll, I'll admit that it's sleeping fucks me. You're a sleeper. I am. But. I mean, sleeper cell. What I have class, you know, I have class majority of the week, and then on top of that, when I would not have class, I have work. I'm hitting the gym, you know what I mean? Gym, class, and work. I'm doing all that shit, and then still doing the podcast, editing all that, you know what I mean? And then, I mean, I still have so much time left. I still have so much time to do other stuff. But I get it, you know. Every you need time to yourself and to do things and some people you know some people just don't want to do anything with their time and i think that is fair also but it just gets to a point where uh people try to act like they're doing shit perfect example is uh you know when you're at work specifically a job such as my own and you're like hey can you do this for me real quick and you see that they're not doing shit and they're oh well i was in the middle of doing you weren't in the middle of doing shit Right. I was watching you for like five minutes, motherfucker. I was spectating, watching you not do a single thing, and now you're busy as uh, soon just, as I, I break so your concentration from your text message, you piece of shit. It's like the person who's like, it doesn't have anything to do. They're like, oh, dude, nah, yeah, I really got to do this thing that yeah. you don't. You don't. Or <laughs> it's I'm I'm kind of like not that guy, but I'm kind of the guy where it's like, hey, what are you doing Saturday? And I'm like, fuck, how do I answer this? Because if I say nothing, now I might like be privy to have to go to whatever I'm about to be invited to. Or if you need, like, if say if it's like my mom, like, what are you doing Saturday? I'm like, oh, is this a loaded question? Do you want to hang out or do you need your lawn mode? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at that point, I'm just like. 
All right, fuck. Uh, let me think about how to answer this. Uh, I got some things going on, but what's up? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I just, I don't know yet. I think I, ha- I think I might uh, have something planned that day. I but might, let me I, just double check. Uh, why? Right. What's up? <laughs> I, I might not like give you my full availability until I know the task at hand. If it's just like a <sighs> hangout barbecue situation, oh, I'm free all day. <laughs> but if it's a uh, hey, I need this, I'm like, let me see what's on my schedule here. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's just me. I'm a piece of shit. But um, nah, hell yeah, dude. I mean, trust me. Uh, someone, everybody. I don't, dude. I see. I like. I I feel like we. I've been talking about this so much recently. It's just insane, dude. Everyone just complains about everything now, dude. Everything. There's but a complaint so about complain. every little thing, bro, and not do shit about it to make to. It's so to, like, easy to complain. Change that thing, and it's like, what the, f- dude? Watching people be like. I'm not making any money. Complain about the one day that they come in that week. Right. I'm like, hey, dude, do you ever think about maybe, I don't know. After the, like, the night before they got a $100 tip and they were like flaunting it to everybody, they come in the next day feeling like shit and they don't make any money and it, all of a sudden it's everybody's problem. It's like, look, we didn't like you when you were flaunting your money. Now we'd like you even less because you're acting like you're not making money. Look, I didn't make money last night or tonight, so eat shit. <laughs> I'm at a point where sometimes, yeah, I might be in a shit mood. There's only, like, one person or two I might, like, really complain to. But that's uh, if someone I fuck with. Yeah. I'm not going to be that person who goes around just, Ugh. There's different levels of complaints, though, I think, in that space. You know what I mean? Like, there's the, like, I just got stiffed, so I need to let this out right now. There's the, I'm annoying, and I have I expect the best, but it's I'm not getting the best. I'm getting slightly treated differently or... My my like pet peeve complaint is the, well you don't do this to them so why are you doing this to me? It's like bro like you're new first and foremost. There's a don't rock the boat. Like I get where you're coming from. It's probably not fair, but most things in life aren't. <laughs> like there's gonna be situations where there's been relationships built. There's gonna be situations where there's been connections built that you're not privy to. You just showed up and thought that because you got through training, everything's supposed to go your way. That's not how life works. I think you. I mean, even outside of that, taking that to the real world, just because you did one thing. It doesn't make you fucking shit. Right. And even that, it's like if you're not willing to like go out of your way to treat people nicely or how they should be treated, what makes you think people are going to go out of their way to treat you any differently than the way you're treating them? I know. I'm definitely at a point where I want to be nicer. I'm actually getting better at it because there was a point where I was just like not bitter per se, but just so tired. I mean, I get that. Every like little thing. I just like, holy shit. Again, dude, shut up. It's been like a, it's going to be a weird word to use, but it's been like kind of like a punishing year. You know what I mean? Like a lot of things, connections, people, places, th- like all the things, all the things that have happened this year have just been kind of like very testy. Like, all right, motherfucker, I hope you're paying attention. Uh, all right, motherfucker, I hope you can get through this one. All right, motherfucker, I hope you can get back up after I knock your ass down again. You know what I mean? Like, there's been a lot of testy ass moments this year. I say for me, it's been just it's it's been the best or the worst best year of my life. The worst best year in the sense of right. it's been the best. Like I've been good. I've been taking care of shit. You know what right. I mean? Things have been like compared to previous years, been on top of my shit. But also, I've been adding more shit to my plate. <laughs> <laughs> I so mean, now I wouldn't I'm even call it like adding. I mean, I guess you could call it adding more shit to your plate. It's just more so like 
I think you and I both, like, for the most part this year, have tried to pick back up, try to, like, clean up a lot of the messes we've created, not just socially, but in, within ourselves, you know what I mean? Like, you going back to school, me trying to find a real job that I can actually, like, develop some something in. Um fucking living in this apartment together you know what i mean that was that was a fucking adjustment in itself it has been an adjustment in itself from living in the house and you living in your other apartments and stuff like that but i think there's just been like a adjustment to where we just want to start getting our shit together i mean we want to take this podcast more seriously taking our lives more seriously i mean not to the point where like i've i've always kind of like thought back to something you said a long time ago it's like what's the rush you know what i mean like why are we in a rush to get everything situated like most people don't have everything figured out and that's true there is no rush it's all uh the the pace that you want to set for yourself and i think this year we set a different pace for that's ourselves. what it is yeah like it's not that like even now it's not that like i'm in such a rush it's just i'm ready like i'm right. just ready at this point dude i'm tired of not being like having my like before i you know i'm like ah it's great i'm living something something my dad told me is like if you're comfortable with the results that you have then don't change the formula that you're using and if you're not comfortable with the results that you have then maybe there's something that needs to be adjusted it's up to you to find out what that thing is and it's up to all of us to find out what that thing is because we all have things that we can improve on and adjust in our lives to try to live a better life you know what yeah I, mean? I think that's also kind of i think where the a lot of complaining comes from from a lot of people yeah is that it's a lot of people who want to change the formula but aren't and they're yeah. just upset yeah. at life in general i feel that too because it's like it's hard to be the person that is changing the things about themselves that they recognize it's easy to be the person that's like ah fuck that you know, it's easy to be like, nah, I'm going to just keep doing what I'm doing. It's easy to be uh, the alcoholic that realizes he's an alcoholic but continues being an alcoholic. It's hard to go to AA meetings. Real shit. <laughs> to take that step every day towards right. being better in any type of way. And that's where the biggest part is, is me just, like I said, sleeping has been my, uh, that's the one, th once I get, I'm telling you, once I can figure out the formula, Right. I just can't get in my bed. I think that's the one thing. But I just get so <laughs> tired. I get so tired, bro. My body, like, just... It I was mean, also... It's making that... Adjust. I mean, I... Relatively, I just started actually getting up early, what? Maybe right. two months ago? Uh, maybe. Not even. What was it? August? Like End of August to October. So on three, on three months day, ago. On days you have to work early or... School, but that's, <laughs> go to school. that's five of the seven days. Or six of the seven days, realistically. I guess. But you, you're, like, waking up on at the minute that you need to leave type shit. <laughs> yeah. like you're waking up early. Before, I'm still having to like, adjust my body to getting up early, though. I get that. I'm still getting up at like 8.30 in the morning regardless. Probably for some people, like, oh, 8.30. <laughs> right. That's but like, you know, like, that's an adjustment for me, it man. It is an adjustment, and I, I can appreciate that. My body's not used to it, but you know? it's only been, yeah, like two it, months. It's max. like waking up that early, then destroying my body at the gym, and then going to work right after, you know? It's like destroying my, my mind. My body's like, <laughs> I'm not used to this. Right. It's like, fuck. And I'm, my body's still adjusting. It's like that, waking up early every day. And then, you know, you, you're tired, but then once you do it for so long, you, it just becomes a natural. Yeah, your I, body just has that natural clock where you just... I mean, you're only like, tired because you went to sleep at the same time that you usually do expecting to get up earlier and be not tired. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to get up earlier, you got to go to sleep a little bit earlier so you can get the same amount of sleep and be 
rejuvenated with the sleep that you get. I would say the only problem you have is undersleeping and oversleeping. On yeah. days <laughs> off, you oversleep, and on days on, you undersleep. You just like you go to sleep late and then wake up early, and then on your days off, you'll go to sleep late and wake up extra late, like dumb yeah. late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now so you're right, like, 100%. So I don't think it's like the lifestyle change or even the waking up early. It's just the balance, you know what I mean? Just finding that perfect balance between, all right, on my days off, I'm going to go to sleep at this time and I'm going to set an alarm and wake up at this time. Even if I feel like shit, I'll get up, take a shower, and if I want to take a nap after that, then fine, I'll take a nap and get some rest again. But at least let me get a shower in and make that decision for myself. <laughs> that extra time would give me so much more time to just work on whatever, you know what right. I mean? At least, like, get my mind right and shit like that. Yeah, especially on days off because then you can actually plan out your day and and things like that instead of, like, fuck, what time is it? Yeah, dude, that's how how, how my whole – I was having this conversation uh, with with somebody a couple days ago. My whole life right now just feels rushed because I'm fucking – time to go. (laughs) Fucking fuck. Every it's like with everything, you know, and it, I it's almost at a point where I have to utilize every minute, not utilize every minute, you know, I, I can right. have time to rest, but kind of capitalizing on the free time that I do have, if I really do want to make the rest of my life something I right. want, it, I no, want it I to get, actually be, saying. you know, mm-hmm. and to actually to be the person that I I've been telling myself I want to be, but not doing things to get the results that i actually want to get yeah and it's i mean it's difficult because like it's like the you are your own worst enemy type thing you know what i mean like you see probably all of the faults that most people don't see in yourself the people the things that people don't pay attention to and the things that you do hyper focus on and it's like kind of damaging if you're not willing to do anything about it because then you just have all these thoughts and all these flowing like emotions of how who you are and what you could be and what you should be but not putting any work towards it it's like you're just hurting yourself at that point you know what i mean not you specifically but everyone i mean i've read a lot of i mean people have always people have given me shit for it too but i've read a lot a lot of self-help books dude i've watched a lot of just like motivational videos and stuff just you know because it helps me sometimes but also it's always a like what people don't realize like why are you reading that you know it's not going to do anything I mean, it's the same thing as talking to other people and ask what right. their daily fucking routine is, you know? It's just more so an in-depth, like, description of different styles that people do. My, you know, my thing with, like, people that criticize self-help books is, like, it's it's just a it's just a different perspective of how someone got through exactly. maybe not the same thing you're going through, but something similarly difficult to go through so that you can see how they were able to conceive a path out of their struggles. Some and of those are researchers too. Some of those are actually like science, psychologists, psychiatrists. Science, a lot of them do know? have scientific backing, even if they're not researchers and things like that. And a lot of them do have a lot of citations and things like that, citing researchers and having not just a perspective. It's multiple different perspectives around a certain topic. And they have them for almost every topic, no matter what the self-help you're looking for is. Yeah, but what I, I mean, what I was gonna say is, what I've basically gotten out of like pretty much majority of everything that I, I've read is essentially, I mean, one, you have to be ready. If you're not ready, you know, I think a lot of reading that is trying to get in the mindset. Yeah. When you're re- honestly, that's kind of what it is. When you're watching those videos and you're reading all that shit, it's you trying to get into the mindset of just it's, doing it. Like, what what do I need to do? You know, trying to figure it's out a way. A step in that direction. Yeah, you know you're I trying mean? to figure out like what do because some people don't know where to start, and it's fair to try to figure out where to start. And that's a hard part. But, you know, even in every book you read, it's like you can only read so much before you, you have to 
just do it, you know? Right. Well, I mean, that's anything. It's like there's uh, a <laughs> what is what is information without application? You know what I mean? It's like if you you could read every book in the world, but if you don't apply any of that knowledge to anything, if you don't give back any of that knowledge to anybody, if you don't give back your perspective to the world, what did it amount to? Like, great job, you have all this intellect, but if you're not willing to do anything with it, then what was the point? Yeah, it's just, this is like the, you know, so you have your, like, 5 a.m. Uh, routine or whatever. I forgot, there's, like, one book called, like, 5 a.m. something, but you have a bunch of books, you know, like, that are, like, get up early or a bunch of books, right. like, eat like this. The thing is, there's no... Everyone's trying to look for the the fucking. There is no answer. Yeah, there is no answer. There's right. just you got to take a bunch of these right. different things and uh, figure out how that shit applies. But trust me, I was that too when I first started reading those. Reading those like what, like five, six years ago, probably really like seven, seven years ago. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. I mean, I'm still working on it. Work in progress, am I right? But it's just, I mean, it was just constantly looking and trying to understand. Okay, what is the right way? You know, yeah. but there is it's. Whatever is right for you, essentially. But that's that's the thing that most people don't, I guess, understand. Like, I can get why people are against their ideology, I guess you could call it, um, being, like, scrutinized against, is because it's kind of unfair to scrutinize against these ideologies. People are different. People do have different biological traits and different things that they deal with psychologically and, and biolog- biologically. So, like... There is no right diet. There is no right medicine. There's always going to be an exception to the rule. Regardless of the medicine, someone's probably allergic to it. What do you do for that person? You got to create something else. Yeah, figure something else out. <laughs> exactly. So uh, my point is, is that like, whenever people talk about like, this is the way for you. It was the way for me, and you could be like that too. It's like, well, are you taking into account these people's body types? Are you taking into these mental account health. these people's mental health, their metabolisms, their every th- every factor that led you to be able to get to this point? Are you now that you're preaching what got you to this point? Are you taking into the factors that people differ from you in? Like, because most likely not, and that's where my problem becomes. It's like the scrutiny and all of it is wrong because i mean it worked for someone it so, did so like it did it's uh, and there's so much so many places i kind of want to go with this like <laughs> it's like like so many avenues i could really uh kind of go on but i guess i'll go in this direction first it's just weird because it's like we're looking at all these not everyone right we're almost in a in a day and age where it's with so much information we have like no guidance and we're all looking for guidance somewhere you know Especially the kids, it's weird because, you know, I think it also has to do with the work hours most people are doing just to survive at this point. You yeah. know, even putting in all these hours. Kids don't, a lot of kids don't have actual guidance, you know? Yeah. Or, like, they do, you know, they're going to have someone who tells them this and that. I mean, but then it's also, what if you want something more out of yourself? You're going to look at these these outlets, that, and especially media, rather than books. People don't really fucking read anymore. I mean, there are still, really? I don't get me wrong, there's still a lot of people who do read. There's a lot more, I promise, though, that are not reading. Right. And they're engulfing, like, their, their, inner, uh, not their energy, but they're engulfing their information from, you know. But I, I mean, not even to, like, sources. speak from a position that I can't speak from, <laughs> just to speak from my own experience. Like, I remember back in high school, the people that um, were teaching us, you know what I mean? Like, there was a wall as soon as you walked through the doors of the front doors of the high school. There was a wall on the left side. I had like most of the teachers in the school and like had their name and what college they graduated from I remember that. and stuff like that. So 
people would be able to see where their teachers went to school from. And these kids would shit on some of the teachers for going to community colleges. Or the flip side, they would shit on the teachers that went to like upstanding colleges like Baylor and other things like that. And like, and they just they ended up working here, dude. (laughs) (laughs) That was me. That was me. I'm not gonna lie. That was me. You can't fucking win. You know what I mean? Like the people we used to look up to, we used to shit on. And so like, I can't say that any kids anywhere else had it any better. I'll still sit on that. I'll die on that hill, bro. You went to Baylor for four years to be a high school counselor, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. I know they're not getting paid enough yearly to barely cover that fucking. No, they're not. First of all, do you know how much tuition is at Baylor? It's not cheap. (laughs) Even if you get the like scholarship, it's like thirty thousand a semester. Even if you got a full scholarship and didn't have to pay anything, the the joke lands because you still ended up at Dickinson High School. I'm not. I mean, not to shit on anyone. I do what you do out there, ladies and gentlemen. But like, where I'm at is you went to a expensive ass college to be like, yes, like not even uh like. A therapist or something like a, a counselor i guess you know get me wrong there are people who you know they really care about the kids and they want to be there for the kids and help the kids mostly just making counselor though, they're making like, schedules that's yeah, what, that's what <laughs> i was gonna say the school counselors like making schedules and like trying to set people up with some scholarships and shit like that not even that really i mean they help but they don't do much i mean in my opinion i haven't seen a school counselor that's helped a child ever <laughs> our counselor was i mean don't get me wrong i saw some people that went in there to actually talk to the counselor but she was mean rude as f- i didn't even go in there and have really conversation she was just rude as fuck every right. time i went in, i was like dude i'm you think i want to be here i gotta figure this shit out like i just want to like please just help me make my schedule i don't like i don't know why we're getting being mean here because i'd be like i don't know like what am i what do i need to take and she'd be like well you should know type shit and it would just be fucking fuck you <laughs> yeah, you went to Baylor for four years. I'll die on the hill. <laughs> <Fuck you. laughs> but still, that's what I'm saying, though. It's like, I mean, we used to, sh- like, maybe unfairly shit oh. on the people that we were supposed to be looking up to as our teachers and the people providing us education. For the most part, there's only, like, a, maybe a handful of people we actually gave respect to as, yeah. as our educators. But outside of that, man, I mean, it's, like, it's brutal because, I mean, if you don't have a good uh what's the word i'm looking for if you don't have a good uh fucking person i guess just person to look up to um at home or at school or in your like after school activities like where would you get good guidance from you know what i mean where would you get a good solid standing position on how you could should or would see life it's difficult because you have so many like hurdles you have to get over i mean i think about just like therapy in itself it costs a lot like a lot of money to get a like few sessions in with a therapist unless you have good insurance and you're able to put it all like da 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 da. but like regardless it's not cheap like therapists aren't getting paid five dollars an hour or anything like that they gotta make a living too you know exactly well i mean i don't know if they need to charge that much to make a living but my point isn't that my point is, is there's a lot of hurdles that so many people have to get over and money is just the start of it and there's the access to therapy i guess better help and stuff like that might like work I heard that for shit that sucks though i, I haven't i haven't seen used it i haven't heard anyone that, like seen anyone that's used seen it. some pretty bad reviews but my thing is is like there's accessibility issues there's monetary issues there's the comfortability with sharing with a stranger issues you know what i mean just because of some of the like backgrounds that people have to go through with uh i mean just 
just child abuse and things like that like how do you share that with another person it's finding the right therapist too. it's I mean, finding it's the, not yeah. like the first one you're gonna get every time is probably gonna be there's, this is the one you know there's so many hurdles to actually getting good guidance and good helps in today's society that it's difficult for a lot of people to really see Half of us have no idea. Yeah. Half of us have no idea what we're doing. We're just trying to float along and figure shit exactly. out. I didn't even really take the time to try to figure shit out. We're just like, this is a good option, I think. Right. Right? You know? Yeah, I mean, that's true, too. I mean, it's difficult because it's <laughs> like there's those pressures, and not just like in high school, but even like in college or if you didn't go to college or didn't graduate high school, there's always going to be pressures in life that like push you towards certain things, and it's not ever, not ever, but not usually what a person decides for themselves it's usually i think this will be good because i saw this or because this person's doing well i'll do that or because this looks cool i'll do that you know what i mean it's like how many people are making educated decisions on their life paths and how many people are just winging it it's kind of i mean it's weird because it's like everyone it goes back to the whole easy example of course it seems like you know almost like a throwaway but it it's just too easy to not use an example. Andrew Tate, you know what I mean? We're, we can blame him all day long. Right. But what? why? You know, like, why is he such a, a like, sensation in a way? Why do people get drawn right. to him? Why do they love him? You know what I mean? Because he's just someone who's loud. You know what right. I mean? Someone who's fucking waving their hands around there. Look at me. Right. I did it. You know what I mean? But, like, it's like, that's not the answer for everybody. He right. did it for whatever was good for him. And he right. his life's working out apparently maybe i you don't fucking know right so just uh, like you looks you're like privy it. to what's behind the camera yeah it looks like it's working out for him i mean we don't know how he got there or what he had to actually go through to get there or what his moves were right i mean listening to him only will take you so far and it's like you have all these kids actually looking at that and thinking like, like perfect example i've watched a lot of his shit because I, I i'm honestly interested because once he got the hey it's like okay what did he say to really get that hey you know because i didn't really watch him any time before that right i was like i don't you know like if someone gets canceled, I got to kind of see. I'm like, okay, well, how big of a piece of shit are they? What happened here? Yeah, exactly. So uh, he was on Full Sin. They had him on twice. And then on the second one, there's a kid. Uh, he's probably our age when I say kid, right? But like younger, you know? And on the first one, he was, you could tell he probably, he seemed like the one that they, everyone kind of make fun of type of guy, you know what I mean? Like doesn't really like stand up for himself, kind of can be annoying, like fucks around, like mm-hmm. I wouldn't personally hang out with someone like that, but you know, like that one person, like the the bro group, that is like kind of like they keep them around, but like no one really takes them serious. Okay, you know, what I'm talking about, like yeah. the type of person I'm talking about. So the first time around, whatever, they're kind of shitting on them and stuff, <laughs> like throughout the thing, even like Tate is and shit. Second time around, dude had like a watch and shit, and was like had a cigar ready <laughs> for Andrew Tate. I was like, that is the most scrub shit. <laughs> Get it? And then like. Uh, they were talking. They had some other dude that was on there that wasn't on the first round, but mm-hmm. he was on their second round. And the dude was actually asked. That guy was actually asking some serious questions, like some good ones, and was trying to actually get some depth. While that kid was just like, "Yeah, so what about girl?" Like trying to like, it's like, right. dude, like come on, like being a little, you know, like this. There's people. It's the people like that though, you know, that right. really don't understand or don't know why these other people are getting the things, and they don't know how to do it for themselves, and they see this person mm-hmm. is getting those things, so they're gonna like attach that, and, like. Oh, I want to be like that person. He was right. like an hour, not an hour late, like 30 minutes late or something, right? And then uh, that, that kid, I don't remember his name because it's not fucking important. He was like, oh, yeah, I think I saw him earlier. He, he's just going to be an hour late because he can be, you know, whatever. You know, it's just him, top G type shit or whatever. And the other guy's like, why? Like, what does that, that prove? 
while the kid was like, it's a, I mean, it's a flex. It's just so he can flex. He's like, why? Like, what does he gain out of that? Like, right. why? Why does he need to do that? He's like, because he can't, like, whatever. He, like, wasn't getting, he's like, I don't, like, he even was like, I don't know, that's too deep for me. <laughs> Those are the people, you know what I mean? Like, this is don't, they don't get, they yeah, just, it's know, like, I, I have to flex. You know, you have, like, this is the, what you have to be in order to get these things. But that's not for everybody. Not everyone wants fast cars and fucking women. Yeah, also, not every flex is respected. I mean, like. Who cares if you're a top G if I don't give a shit about what a top G is? What's a, what's a, what is it? What's a God to a, oh no, what's a king to a God? I mean, not even What's a God to a non-believer? I mean, not even that. Like, it's more so just like. A fact so. It's like, what are you to whatever? Like, it just doesn't. What are you to a person that doesn't speak English? Homo estas. <laughs> what is God to someone who doesn't believe in God? You know right, what I mean? Like, yeah. this shit doesn't exist. It's like, it's not, the shit does not matter. Right. Like, if you're talking about God to an atheist, you think they're going to fucking Ooh, give another him. bedtime story. Thank you. Like, <laughs> right. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. It means nothing to me. Yeah. Like, and I mean, that's, it. that's what it becomes. Cause like, again, that kind of ties back to what I was saying earlier. It's like. All these different people like decide to defend their lifestyle choices and I get where they're coming from because their lifestyle choices necessarily shouldn't be attacked or scrutinized in the first place. Whatever works for you works for you. But at the same time, it's like you're arguing a mute point. You're arguing to someone who obviously doesn't believe in God that God exists. Like uh say like you got your vegan arguments to meat eaters and things like that. You got your left and right, you got your uh, pro-choice and pro-life. You got all these different, like, what's, uh, polarizing, like, topics and things that people decide that I have to be on this side or the other and things like that. It's like, but when you try to talk to each other, you don't even talk to each other. You just argue your point and argue to the other side's point because you're just preaching God to a non-believer right now. At this point, yeah. It's just funny because we all think that our point of view is point of view yeah i mean not all but i mean a lot of people in a lot of situations have that main character syndrome where you feel uh, as if the person that's like this is wrong i gotta stand up for this person it's like you maybe should but you don't always have to that's not a requirement maybe this person can handle their own business or can doesn't want your help because they see that as an intrusion of their life that's really good, Jelly. Don't hey, don't move the camera though. We're gonna Jelly. Don't move the camera, we bud. A, we got a cat light. You know, like the bat, the bat signal. This is the cat signal. He's up to no good. I Jelly, s- what are you doing, dude? Oh, he's doing it. Uh, he's in the shot. Okay, he's, he's out just of doing the gymnastics shot. now. He's just he's over here. He's doing things. He's a cat. He's a cat. Living neighborhood. Gelatin. Um, yeah, no, all right, but look, it's just so whenever for me, it's a bunch of people regurgitating just either what they feel like they need to because other people are saying it, or they're just standing strong on a hill that you know, maybe like something happened to them in their life, so they feel like they have to stand on that. And don't get me wrong, there's things you should defend and you should stand up for, and there's you know, there's not necessarily always a right way to do that, but also, I promise you. Yelling at someone is never gonna and see, it's like resolve we, we any of that. We live in a day of age where people are just so ready to attack that you literally have to disclaim every single statement that you say with 
I know that this doesn't apply to everybody. I know that there's a limitation and that, that there's an exception to this thing that I'm saying. I, I understand that, that this that this is not what I'm talking. You have to say that about everything that you say because there's always someone that's like, well, I don't think that you should say that. I don't I don't agree with what you're saying. And I don't think that you should say that. I adjusted my, my talking to saying that. And it's dumb as fuck that we have we can't say what we say and people infer what we mean or ask what we mean by what we say we now have to quantify everything we say with the disclaimer of what we're trying to say oh perfect example i'm telling you whenever <laughs> i was out at the bar the other night me and my friend important to the story important <laughs> it's an important this is important thing to the story <laughs> when i say this he's very good. so it's me and my friend who's black and then he's telling me a story he's talking about like how he used to work with someone who's racist and then they would say the ER, but he said the word. You know, he said the full word. He said it was with an ER. And then some white dude next to us like, whoa, 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 dude. Why? Like, I don't know if you should be saying that. He's like, dude, I'm black. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. I can say it. You shouldn't worry about it. He's like, I'm just saying, I don't know why you would need to say it. He's like, the fuck are you going to do about it? <laughs> and it, I, it was funny because it was fucked. I felt bad. I didn't feel bad because I don't know why the fuck he was tripping. But I also felt bad because it looked like he was about to get his ass beat. <laughs> but like it was like a two, two. Like he meant well, but also shut the fuck up. Yeah, it was I a mean, two different. It, like, like what are you defending right now? <laughs> whoa, whoa. Like what? Like, what? <laughs> what are you going to like what? So and he was just telling a story too. Like he was. He wasn't like, even uh, saying it. He, he was, was just saying, saying like this dude that I used to work with used to say, and it was like, whoa, whoa. It's like, yeah, it's how I felt too, asshole. But like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Who are wasn't you even defending? in the. He was talking to someone <laughs> right. else. He wasn't even in our conversation, which made it a lot. Like funnier. I'm with you, but I'm not with this. Whatever this is. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, no, I, like it was gelatin. In a menace right now, dude. Yeah, you know, you gotta love having animals. Time. Sometimes I put them up, but I just feel bad, you know? No, I know. He's always by himself. Not always. I fuck with him most days. No, I'm saying, like, when he's locked oh, in the... Yeah. yeah. Fucking messing around. Yeah. Nah, but everyone just it wants to have something to say and then to stand on. And uh, tying that all back into like what we were talking about, just, you know, finding, like, your own path and trying to really get like figure out what to do instead of you know like reading books and stuff all that is good you know uh digesting certain medias and stuff that you think might help is all good but also at the same time you got to kind of figure out who you are which you know that goes like, just if you have been through some traumas you know what i mean or maybe you do suffer from you know a de depression to a degree or anxiety to a degree adhd to a degree maybe you have autism I swear, these days, everyone has something. I fucking, like, I don't know what it is. Orion. <laughs> but it just, at this point, it's you got to figure out whatever the case is, and you can't just go around expecting everyone to tailor to whatever you have. You got to kind of work around that and figure out what's going to be best for you. Sometimes you got to cut certain things out of your life. Sometimes you got to add certain things. It's like a recipe, you know? What's yeah. going to work best? Okay, maybe my brain doesn't work this way so much. What can I do to kind of 
work through this and get myself to start moving in this direction that I want to move in. Right. I it's mean, not gonna be easy. And it's like with anything in life. Take, it could take time. It's like with anything in life. Finding a therapist, finding the right medication, finding uh, I mean uh, the right <laughs> diet, the right support system, the support system, the right friends. I mean, it takes a trial and error <laughs> basis, like just like with anything else. <laughs> I mean, nobody fucking is born knowing how to like be good at sex it's more of a thing that you figure out over time and experiences and you find out what's not what you do, do like and don't like and it's also different for everybody too. it's different for everybody i mean everyone has different kinks and different likes and dislikes people have different experiences and things like that so you might not have liked this whenever someone else likes that and things like that. and we differ like that like almost purposefully like how boring would life be if we all agreed on everything across the board even if we all agreed on one thing across the board i mean it would probably still have a, a polarizing effect on society you know what i mean like it would make it pretty boring if we were all the without, same without the like i mean it's i don't know it's like we talked about it before it's like chaos is the like purest form of order there's no like yin without yang I mean, chaos is order, though. That's the. Th it's just the thing we see as chaos because we try to control everything. Right, exactly. It's but like, this is a natural order, right? Putting chaos in a box is what makes it chaos. It's just like when it was that conversation we were having when people are, you know, try to say that's not natural. Nature produced it. Right. You know, at some form, it came from a form of nature and evolved into whatever we are now. You know. Right. What I mean? Like just because it didn't grow out of the ground doesn't make it not like unnatural. You know what I mean? Like the things that. Like, like, put it this way. It's like, if... I think we've talked about it before. It's like, if all the ingredients were, like, for something, were born... Not born, but created on this planet by things that were created on this planet, what? where does the step of things being natural and unnatural lie? You know what I mean? Where does that threshold exist? If you're a person that's using things that you found on this planet to create something else on this planet. Is that thing now unnatural because you created it, even though you're naturally from this planet and you use things that are naturally on this planet to create something new? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Where's the boundary? Where's exactly. the boundary? Where's the threshold? And that's what I'm saying. So it's, it's, you know, the order of life is life living as it is. You know what I mean? That's, that's. God, he's going crazy right now. Got the zoomies, dude. Yeah, Man, for sure. But the, it's just the the order of life is life itself living. Yeah, you know, it's just being alive and being able to live it. Meaning Not, of life is to live your life. I yeah, mean, I mean, once again, speaking. as human beings, we got to have boundaries and you know set like, what we want. And you know, once again, we're like we shouldn't murder people. You know, it's right. not good. You shouldn't hurt other people. It's not good. We've all kind of agreed on that. See, but that's what I'm saying. It's like we ag we agree on you shouldn't hurt other people or you shouldn't kill people. But then we also have some collective agreement on the death penalty. If you do this, then maybe you should be killed and maybe we should hurt you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there. I don't know. We have these. It's not even like ideals that we all agree on. It's just it's more like... Um, like contingent ideals, like things that are contingent upon this. Like we all have the idea that if we work, we're going to get paid. But like you might not. The things you're getting paid with only has as much. We've already talked about it. The money you're being paid with only has as much value as we put into it. If tomorrow that the, do the value of the dollar goes to zero, you are still going to be paid with guess what u.s dollars and it's just gonna be worth nothing <laughs> like let's just be honest at that point like 
everything that we like all agree upon like driving a car everyone drives on the right side of the street unless you're in england and you drive on the left side of the street so we like we have these contingent ideals you know what i mean like that we all agree upon i think that's why we're also split though it's because it's all just but you know or it's because there's an exception to every rule nobody can agree on anything it feels yeah and it feels like it's almost at the point where it's like we should all agree but no one it's not it's not gonna it should just be more you should respect other people and their boundaries i mean most importantly i think we should still stick with the don't harm or or i'm I'm good with that that's like a a universal rule that other than that though mostly like it just you're gonna have to let you should just let people live it's like what's the boundary of, of like laws like i understand why some laws exist but it's more so for control rather than the actual things being necessary to be unlawful. Exactly. It's, and it's not like I, I guess like what I'm saying is it's like it doesn't necessarily have to be the uh, overlord controlling everything. It could just simply be like, well, we got to make this illegal so that this stops happening. You know what I mean? Like it could just be a simply like a statistical law that's made. It doesn't have to be like a overlord like running their business and making sure their profit margins are right by creating this law. I mean that happens too, but every day. But I, I'm just saying that there's probably some also like, uh, well, this law led to. I mean, this law prevented this amount of like deaths in this area, so it needs to stay in order. The implementation of this state law needs to be federal because it led to this da 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 da. Like, I'm sure there's reasonings behind all of these things, but that doesn't mean it should apply. Like, oh, like my thing is federal law should probably not be a like a huge thing that federal we, law yeah like yeah at best state to come i think we, like we don't put enough into like our cities either which right. is weird like yeah. we don't care like it's like president it's like i feel like your town right mayor, like mayor governor and things like that like oh, that's so. the thing like people like everybody has a side red left or right or red or blue whenever it comes time to pick a president which almost has little to no effect on your specific life i mean there's always always big things that's good oh no that's good you want to fix that real quick yeah uh jelly got the camera he got the he got the camera he got it he did it no we don't have to cut we don't have to cut out he's gonna put the cat up real quick and we're gonna get the camera back up real quick then i'm gonna try to remember what i was saying real quick Real quick, real quick, real quickly. No, we don't have to cut. We don't have to cut, though. I mean, there's no reason to cut. If you want to cut, you can, but, I mean, you could just do it without pressing stop and shit, you know? But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I forgot what I was saying. Talking about yeah, right. We're talking about the contingencies, but yeah, no local government governors, right? Uh, your your towns and cities. We don't put enough into that. I mean, it's just the whole thing with Texas too. You know all the stuff that's been happening within the states. You know with abortion laws, with our uh, power grid. I mean Houston. You know right now with the boiling water. Um. Yeah, that's fun. Um. But ideally speaking, it's like it also goes back into the the thought process of like. The people that should be in power, the people that should be leading these cities or states or countries aren't because, like, who the fuck wants that responsibility? Like, what smart people or qualified people are actually wanting to take the time out of their life to go and make a difference? Most people are willing to just deal with what 
is going on throw their vote in hope it goes their way and if not deal with whatever happens regardless i don't know <clears throat> world's an interesting place uh i kind of want to think about how to tie this in so i wanted to bring up uh, i'm going to tie this back into also how what we were saying but i wanted to bring up the fact that online now i see all these different you know types of things going on and like uh, I don't know if you've heard of like neurodivergent or neurotypical. Uh, honestly, I don't know the exact definition, but it's something to do with the brain and how you view things. You know, uh, it, mm -hmm. like along with the autism, you know, in in that ballpark. And then okay, you have you know, like I said, ADHD, anxiety, all that. It's almost as if everyone has something now. And when I was saying that earlier, it's crazy because it's almost as if everyone uses like not saying it's is a scapegoat, but you know, hey, I'm this and that, so you should you know, right? Which is weird because it's. Don't get me wrong, whatever, like, you're going through is important to you. You know what I mean? It is. And, you know, maybe the people around you and other people to a degree should have some type of, you know, uh, I was going to say remorse, but that is not the right word at all. I was going to I mean. So, so, I, should have some kind of compassion towards you and, you know, like, kind of, you know, work around it to a degree. But they shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't always be a, hey, this is how I see it. You should do this. It should be, you know, I kind of, or just be, explain, hey, I don't necessarily see it that way. Or I don't understand it due right. to this. I was just wondering if you could kind of explain that better or if we could have a discourse to where, like, I could, we could probably understand each other because I don't really see it like that because right. of how my brain functions. I, I mean, mean, it's going to be hard to say that because also because they're how their brain works, you know. It's but. difficult because it's another one of those things where it's like I now have to disclaim everything that I'm ever going to say because I don't know what specific thing you are dealing with. Uh, I mean, whether it's diagnosed or self-diagnosed, like you said, everyone's got something going on. And so how often are you tiptoeing around what you're trying to say so that you're not triggering or being insensitive to someone that's around you because you didn't know that thing that they're dealing with is involved with the thing that you're talking about and it's like that becomes a situation where it's a slippery slope to, and I'm, I'm, i don't hate to i hate to and i don't hate to go down the like tinfoil hat road of saying like it's seems almost like a slippery slope like a conspiracy theory to get us all to stop communicating because we all are afraid to say what we really want to say we're all afraid to talk in public settings on topics that are sensitive we're all afraid to go and speak to a coworker at work about something that has nothing to do with work but could have sensitive material in the story it's like there's so many things that can get you popped at your job or social setting or fucking even if you're like a working on a project with somebody like it can get completely imploded because someone took something the wrong way or because something was set out of context or because something was just absolutely like heard out of context you know what i mean yeah i mean it goes back okay so i guess I'll, man every time i feel like i have so many thoughts rushing through my head but it just you know for, trying to like fucking so i was it. just saying that yeah. it's like seems like a way like a ploy to get us to stop communicating with yeah, one another and, and i was just i lost my train of thought like i had so much <laughs> like that rushed my head all at once i mean i've i've had that thought about like a lot of things though like just not with like obviously not just with covid and like how we stopped connecting like on a real level with one another we don't like hug people anymore it's not natural like a natural thing to do it's more seen as like a 
um very intimate thing now whereas it used to be like hey man you need a hug you know what i mean like and yes i do actually it's been a fucking tough day that doesn't really happen very much often and some pl- some work places will not allow physical contact like that because yeah. of covid that's still going on and things like that so like there's been like these barriers we as a people have to come like overcome to be able to connect with one another again the way we used to the way we're used we are used to biologically speaking mentally speaking like like at first i thought it was you know a a good idea for people to be able to like work from home and get all of their like stuff done where they're at and maybe it wouldn't like then you would take the commute out of their life. They'd never have to sit in traffic on the way to work again. And yeah. they'd have all of their uh, comfort. If you have dogs, you get to take care of your dogs and do your work all at the same time. I thought there was benefits to it. But then there, like, you start to see some of the, like, the um, deficits that people get on the social settings that they're in. They don't see as many people. They don't smile at as, at as many people, see as many smiles per day. They don't get to say hello and hear about someone's day or complain to someone about their day. You know what I mean? Like, There's all these social environments that a job can create that are kind of almost more necessary than the actual payment that you're getting for the job. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. s- For some people, at least, like that social... like connection that you're getting with just shitting on your j- boss at work you know what i mean with another coworker at the water cooler can be more important to some people than the money they're actually getting from that job that's why yeah no that's i mean that's kind of how i feel about it. that's why I, I mean i love and hate serving that's one of the reasons i remember exactly what i was gonna say where i was going is i think so i think groups are good and bad you know we have groups like small groups like subcultures of groups and stuff you know it helps what? Like clicks. Well, yeah, in a sense, I was saying, you know, more, you know, like it w- easiest group to name would be like LGBTQ. But if you were to divvy that up, even, you know, like each There's each group, of yeah, groups. subgroups yeah. of everything, and you know, people that kind of like, f- you know, you meet up with those groups, and then it's a, it's like it's helps you a little bit, you know, it's right. kind of like that support and that community. But at the same time, us splitting in all these groups, I think, also kind of creates a us versus them type of scenario in a lot of instances you know you don't understand you know you're not you wouldn't get it because you're not a part of this group it's that every group is kind of disenfranchised type of thing we were talking about just everyone's you don't get it you wouldn't get it you don't know this and that and they're all just on that idea that you know that you don't know how they feel or like you don't know what they're going through or you know they have this type of thing going on and you should have to feel this type of way and you could get popped because of that yeah. and it's crazy because it's we are like living in a world now where everyone's just so tense about everything dude just talking about anything and the, the it's sense so of compassion it, i did i definitely will say there was a shift i mean i've noticed it so much in everyday world like don't get me wrong people used to be like this fucking sucks right but everyone at, but least, at least we're going through it together yeah a lot yeah. of people i used to have that sense of community so many like places i've worked or just when i would go out you know everyone would bullshit and be like ah this shit sucks now it's just ah this shit sucks fuck everything everybody you know what i mean some people don't even go out really anymore yeah, i mean it's like kind of that old like 
when you hear it, it's, it sounds weird, but it's that old head perspective of like, man, you, this is work. What y'all, y'all thought this was a games? Like y'all thought, y'all thought y'all came here to clock in and just have fun all day? Like, no, it's supposed to fucking suck. Stop complaining about it. Like we we all got the same complaints. We all got some dumbass table giving us some dumbass fucking order that's extra for no reason. And I gotta go do this dumbass shit in the back for this dumbass manager that's doing this dumbass shit and doing this like all this dumbass shit we're all dealing with but you want to complain and act like you're the only one dealing with anything it's like why who made this available to you <laughs> like who made this allowed in your mind like who's in your head who here gives a fuck more about what you're experiencing than what they're experiencing this all sucks none of it's fun it should be a like it like we shouldn't just worry about just like like our individual groups are just our individual selves and you know, th- like I get it. You know, some some people are gonna understand what you are going through more right. than others. But there should be a point where we all also come together and help each other regardless. Like and try to look out for each other regardless. Like you know, I stick up say, for people when they need it. I will say like, but Shelby is one of those people that like she's been through a fuck ton of shit, but she still like knows how to remove herself when she's being talked to. Like the the idea that people don't know how to remove themselves. Like whenever you if you're telling me something about your bad day. The immediate thing that I would do as one of these people would be like, damn, I, yeah, no, I've, I've gone through something like that and how I did it. It's like, bro, I'm not talking about you, bro. Like, I'm trying to tell you, like, how bad my day was and, like, what I experienced and what I was going through. And you're just making this about you. Like, like no, like, Shelby's really good at, like, taking herself out of the situation and just, like, trying to understand what's going on with this person's, like, mental and trying to, like, help them through their own processing and that's what's really good about a lot of bartenders and servers and things like that is you pick up on these like cues, these social cues when you're talking to someone. You can pick up on the emotions that they're going through or at least allowing you to see in that conversation. And I mean not everyone, I mean not every bartender and every server is able to do that, but a lot of like the good ones, the ones that actually pay attention to things, to people, to emotions, to life can really dictate that conversation in a different way instead of making it about you and what you would say because this is what you experienced whenever you were going through that you find out how you can help the other person that's actually experiencing it right now you know what i mean yeah and it's it's not a lot of people have that like i I guess you could call it a trait or a skill maybe but I'm calling it an empath. I mean, yeah, it's right. a word, whatever. Same, same thing though. But I mean, it's just like you don't get a lot of that in most places. Not just like in the service industry, but in most places, most people don't have that. Most people have a lot of bad people giving them bad advice of um, exactly. some topics they know nothing about. Dude, so much are people just speaking about things or like I've I've had to be in so many conversations. I'm like that's not true. Right. Yeah. Like no. I'm like no. I know. And see, you're I've better than me. There. You're better than me because you won't like argue with someone about it. You'll be like, "That's not true," and then just like walk off. I would be like, <laughs> "Yes, you're wrong as fuck," and here's why. Dude, yeah, <laughs> nah. I'm more like, it, I'm just like, I can't believe you just said the dumbest shit I've right. ever heard. I'm gonna walk away. And don't get me wrong, I'm not. I'm wrong. I'm the first to be like, "Yeah, damn, I was wrong. My bad." Right. But if. Trust me, there's so many times someone says the dumbest shit. I'm just, how did you even come to that conclusion? Like, where were, who told you that? <laughs> where did you get that from? Where did you learn this information from? You just said, the, you made that up. <laughs> you 100% just made that up because that is not true. I've had to call that shit out so many times and then be like, oh, uh, it's uh, like, just, uh, uh, oh yeah, dude. What are, you, what are we just fucking saying shit out here? 
and it just it it has come to it. Just a lot of people just fucking trying to say shit. Yeah, I don't know. I it has made me bitter in a sense. And going back to the thing, it's like empath though. It's weird. I think some people do have a natural like maternal type of thing where they can really feel people and the emotions they're going through. But I'd also say that can be a learned skill also. Like when you deal with people so much and it's just like little, it is like mannerisms you pick up and how people react and act, you know, and kind of like how they move and shit. That shit, I mean, when you're around that shit so much, yeah, it's easy to kind of be like, what's wrong? Right. Because you can just tell because you're around people so much. Like as a server, when you've worked in so many different restaurants, it's not just your coworkers. Right. It's all the people you have to deal with, the the guests that come in too. You know, so it's I mean, as a both things, I think if you're not picking up on anything, you're kind of wasting like what we do in a way. I mean, you're, most people are just there for money; they could care less. Well, but I, I would also say there's like an additional like advantage to people in the service industry to that note, be, like to be able to achieve that skill because not just are you dealing with people on like a daily basis and like having to cycle through all these different people that you're dealing with, but additionally to that you have like all these other people that are developing their empath skills around you as coworkers for you to be able to see their insights and perspectives and things like that. You know what I mean? So it's like you have like almost an added advantage to where if, even if you aren't someone that's very empathetic to other people, if you're the person that just doesn't give a fuck about their customers, is just like, what do you want? Here you go. Bye, bye, bye. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, even if you are that person, you still have all these different perspectives of people that aren't that person for you to be able to develop like, damn, like maybe I should be doing giving a fuck about these people. Maybe my tips would look better. Maybe if I was a, a a little bit harder of a worker and I did pay that much more attention, then I would get more shifts or better sections or like da 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 da. Like there's all these different like levels of fucking things that are beneficial and advantageous to a server within the restaurants. Like, but people decide to say like, "Oh, my section sucks," or "My people suck today," or "I had a shitty ass day." It's like. Well, how was your energy all day? Were you fucking happy-go-lucky, joyful, exactly. paying attention to your section? Were Were you allowing that table that fucked you over to fuck up all your other tables? Let's just let's be honest with ourselves at this point. <laughs> it does happen so much, though. It it is that I mean, it's like everybody's kind of where I've geared more towards is too. Is it's it's interesting. It's almost a beautiful thing too. You see all these different people grow. Uh, around you you know what i mean everyone's going through their own like, troubles or right. uh different problems that they're trying to tackle obstacles that trying to overcome whatever the case may be everyone's living a different life you know everyone comes from a different background too so it's, it's going to be different for everyone that you work around and honestly I've, I've come across some beautiful people that i've met in the industry as well that i'm thankful that i have met right i mean some people suck too i mean that's life in general that's in but the industry yeah it's just but you do kind of when you work around that so much and you you listen to all these stories or all these different experiences that these people are having whether it is the guests you know like oh, i just came in town from so and so i do this and that whatever the case may be i mean half the time i am tired and i don't really want to listen but i'm still gonna do it you right. know regardless uh, it is taxing sometimes too, and it's you. It, you do learn something, and I think that's something that a lot of people could really take into account is understanding that we all are figuring shit out. Like none of us have. We all think we have the answer. None of us have any answers. We're all just trying to figure it out, go through life, figure out what's best for us, and figuring out how that kind of works in with the things around us. Because as human beings, we're social creatures. All right. So uh, fortunately, we do have to work 
as a unit. You know right. what I mean? And it's like the figuring out how to work best as a unit, but we have no idea, and we're actually going backwards, I think, instead of forward at yeah. this point. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the moment that you realize, like, your parents are people, too. You know what I mean? Like, you grow up thinking that the people that are raising you are superheroes that know how to do everything that they have the answers to every question and problem and anything that could come up they'll be able to solve it because they're your superheroes but you realize that they're just people too that are trying to figure things out whenever you have a problem that you are going through as a child you bring it to them and they do their best to solve it and they're not always successful and I, I feel like that's like a detriment to like what makes people think that they're bad parents because they're not always successful in solving problems that their ch- children bring up or that their children cause. <laughs> but I mean, that's, I mean, part of the game, you know what I mean? Like nobody really knows what they're doing. There's no real book to parenting, even though there's 150 different books to parenting. You know what I mean? Like er, er, there's no, it's kind of like a self-help book. It's like, it's not going to be a one size fits all it's not going to be a true like rule book and guides to procedure. It's not like a fucking baking a turkey on Thanksgiving. You exactly. can't follow a recipe and just hope it works out. You have to do this trial and error and with raising a child and going through the parenting steps and things like I that. I understand. So. Forgiving your parents is hard, too. Like, I'll give, I mean, I guess it's different for everyone. There's some parents probably like, nah. You right. know? Like, for, like, my parents fucked up a lot. I'm right. not gonna sit here and say they were like the best. Like they're not. They weren't terrible parents. Like, I'm not I gonna mean, say they're perfect. You know, they right. fucked up a lot. But what I will say is that you know they took care of me. They loved me. They made sure I was okay. Right. They had shelter. They food. Like they were never like so harsh. You know what I mean? They let me right. grow as a person too. Which I mean I understand a lot of people don't get that either. It's just like this my way the highway. Right. Type shit. Which you know that's most. That's a lot of styles. people's parents. So yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I mean. That's kind of why it's like I got you know also probably why obedience is a big thing because you know just yeah. my way of the highway you got you just gotta deal with it. Yeah, I mean I I feel like w- once we as a society get out of this uh, obedience training as like a childhood education uh, lifestyle, then I think we're gonna be a lot better off. There's no real like. In my opinion, I feel like obedience shouldn't be something that's taught through fear. It should be something that's taught through education and example. It shouldn't be mistaken with discipline either. Exactly. Like discipline and obedience are not the same thing. Correct. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if you're teaching obedience through discipline, then you're not teaching obedience. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're teaching, what's the word? Uh, um, sub- It's not submissiveness. It's It's something else. But like... You're not teaching these people to like obey what they should be doing. You're teaching them to obey what you want them to do. And who said that you knew knew best? I mean, parent parents your parents know best. It's like fucking no, they don't. <laughs> Fuck no, they don't. They try. They try to know the best. They try to take everything into account with what's going on in our lives and try to formulate a solution to a whatever we could do to fix the problem but that is not always the best solution that is just the best they could come up with <laughs> let's, let's just be honest here and i'm not trying to take away from any parents out there doing their best i'm just saying it's not always going to be the right solution so like p- taking that power out of the, the the situation might be ideal because people can use that power to be like my way or the highway like well Sorry, sir, but looks like your way didn't work out that well. So I just want us to all be honest with ourselves here. I think for so long too, as a society, we've we've been so uh, accustomed to that way too of just right. understanding, like, okay, if I just do all these things, 
there will be some kind of outcome that will be beneficial. Right. The fact of the matter is a lot of us are really like, that's not fucking true at all. Everything is kind of just fucked. And, like, in the way, like, like there's no right answer. It's just right. there is no really right way to do anything. And that kind of has crumbled a lot. I think a lot of people's perception of what reality is. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, rebuilding from there is at this point looks really, really tough I mean, and really it's, hard. It's, it's it, kind of like, uh, I mean, not to completely just piss all over the analogy but like the the king to a god thing it's like how many people's ideals of religion and shit like that like have completely changed over the last 20 years and how many people's ideals have been strengthened over the last 20 years by all of the things that have happened and things like i don't know i just feel like there's i i still remember like when i was a kid my dad telling me he was like if all, all these billions of people around the world believe in a god of some sort like don't you think that there's some power to that? You know what I mean? Like that there's something to that. Like why, if it was, if there was no God, if there was no, uh, like, I guess like a God for any of these religions or whatever, if that didn't exist, then would this just be like, like, what would you call this? And like in my head at the time, I I wanted to be an asshole and just be like mass hysteria. <laughs> Ta-da. Uh, yeah. I mean, but like, I, I mean, he has a point. It's like if, if there is like all of these people that do have this belief and they are carried by that belief, then like should there not be at least some power to that? I mean, like because whenever you have a bunch of people that believe in anything, whether it's a fucking cult or a EDM artist, you know, what I mean, like those things, can, thing. those things can hold power to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like so that's what I was trying to like get to is just like how much power is in the world that is just the thing like the power that we give to it like there how many things don't have real power within them and how many things are just the power that we give to them you know what i mean like we see all of these like powerful sources or powerful businesses or powerful things it's like how much how much is this shit is uh, like actually powerful and how much of it is just we believe that it is so it is I mean that's I think I'm a, I think that that is is what's the classic Plato saying? It, uh, I am so or I think, I think so therefore the, I am yeah. You know classic. <laughs> you right. Know? So like uh, I believe it. Right. I believe so. It's true. Right. Uh, like that's basically it. I believe I that's what I believe. So I it's true to me. And so I guess like Fuck that's it. what I'm trying to say is like if you use that thought process then like how many things can you break down into not actually whether you're talking about historical events or people or things or like whatever you could really attribute it to how many things either exist or don't exist just based on the fact that we believe in them or don't believe in them I mean it's whole science behind it but if you don't believe in the science and you think that the media is controlled by this so you know, you know what i mean like flat earth baby like it's 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 that simple people have beliefs and they don't have to be based in, it, al- in almost anything i'll say this <laughs> but i don't they carry power don't they yeah i'll say this i don't necessarily believe in flat earth but uh, i mean to say i'm 100 percent positive that we're around <laughs> Earth, i would also be lying said this new ice wall one is crazy night <laughs> uh, fucking NASA photos, I should believe them. I don't know what the fuck they're doing at NASA. <laughs> I haven't seen the moon. You have. I see it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I haven't seen it. No, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's, like... See, that's the problem. It's, like, you want to be able to say, there's scientific evidence to be able to prove this. And then you have, like, some psychedelic experience that makes you think that this is all just, like, a fucking... uh 
fucking Truman Show experience type shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, well, then how much science can I trust if it's all fucking fabricated by the tr- people running the shit? <laughs> that's, a, so, that's the thing, though. That, that allegory to the cave was some yeah. shit. Like, look at this. And you're right. like, you're like, then you turn around and you're like, oh, fuck, we were in a cave the whole time looking at a wall. There's some real shit over here. They're like, and everyone else is like, Nah, you're dumb, dude. There's no shit over there, dude. You're lying. Like, you're an idiot. You're I, going crazy. I just saw it. Like, fucking, this guy's nut job. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I mean, That's what I'm saying. It's happening before our eyes in a lot of different ways. You know what I mean? Like, people are just being fed certain things so that they're not worried about other things. We've only known so much. Who knows what really is out there? Who knows what's known? Who knows? Who has the answers? <laughs> All right, I, we should wrap it up. You got a doctor's appointment. Hey, this has been the Fight and Daddy Podcast. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We didn't do a, a proper intro this time, but it's okay. Uh, we have the Fight and Danny Podcast, and thank you guys for joining. You, you, you want to you do it? Uh, in, <laughs> wait, we can do an intro. intro. No, like, thank you guys for joining us. Huh? This is the Fine and Dandy Podcast, and that's done. That. <laughs> no, hold on. Wait. Welcome to the Fine and Dandy Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's going to be a great episode this week. Uh, we a have a lot in store. Great episode We're this so week. excited for everything. Uh, so excited to start this episode it's, off. It's going to be a great episode. Uh, it's not. Um, we're not recording this at the end of the episode. No, if that's this what you is think. being this recorded at the beginning is, of the episode. This was a regular intro that we're doing into the uh, show. You know, so like the, this isn't empty or anything, and that's not, that's doofles right there. But this is the beginning of the episode. Just so you know, this is the beginning of the episode. All right, now we'll just wrap it up. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for watching the beginning of the episode. All right. uh, This has been Fine Danny. It's been great with you guys. Love all of you. Take care of yourselves. Take care of the people around you. Do do more things you love and try try to show some compassion and love out there. Be nice to the people around you. The world's a crazy place. You guys take care. We'll catch you next week. Until next time. Love you guys. Bye. (laughs)